Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host, Simone, and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today, we have with us Layla. And Layla, if you can introduce yourself and tell everybody how we met. Hi, Simone, and hi, everyone who listened to this podcast. Um, my name is Layla. I'm from Iran. Um, we actually met each other in a party in one of our mutual friends and you invited me to the podcast and i think it was like two three months ago that we've met yeah it was a while i like for you know like it's like i always get um people who are interested and then i forget like yeah reaching out yeah. And like yeah i it think it was <laughs> yeah it was the first party after covid started that i participated we were not that much people there but it was yeah. fun so where are you from um i'm from iran did i already ask that question no but i okay <laughs> i was I like said, i know i just yeah. heard you say <laughs> i'm leila i'm from iran okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like growing up in iran in iran it was like it was kind of different from here but kind of not that much different at the same time some um we had some um limitations in my country for especially for girls but basically i grew up in a open-minded family and my mom was a teacher and um it wasn't that much like i didn't have that limited family so i was um free to do whatever I wanted, but in our home, not because we had some um, social restrictions and some like rules that we couldn't do. Like, I think at the, until age of nine for girls in Iran, it's like easy to be um, in a social, um, to have it like a like to be out but after that we have to cover our hair i don't know how to explain it like you know it's gonna get started to be limited for a girl um to be out because we have to cover our hair and like at the school and schools are like separated for girls and boys and but beside that it wasn't that much of different you know like it's living like in a, I think it's it's kind of um, growing up and exploring the world is kind of the same for everyone, you know. Like you, um, but so for us maybe it was with more limitations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely since, felt like I was restricted, but like I have no comparison. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, but since I was a child, I knew I wanted to change my life and I didn't want it to be. It wasn't just because of the, the atmosphere around me. It was something inside me that I wanted to be always different, you know. Mm -hmm. I think if I was even growing up here, maybe I would have that mentality, you know, to be different, to not be like all people to not do whatever everyone does that I I was like thinking always that I want to do whatever I 
feel I want to do that, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and you feel like moving kind of gave you that opportunity? Mm -hmm. Like nothing that society is telling me to do, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so what do you find interesting? For me, there are so many things I find interesting. <laughs> First of all, um, for me, if um, I have like a, if I do something new and learn something every day, it's going to make my day so interesting. I love art. Um, I, that's another thing that I find that interesting. So, yeah. But basically, whatever I learn, um, it makes me, like, it's my passion to learn every day. Yeah, I understand that. I miss, honestly, like, kind of being in school, not really being in school, but just, like, learning things. And, like, I don't know, I feel like it's so hard to find, like, opportunities to, I don't know, to learn stuff without, like, pressure, I guess. I, you know, honestly, I really love the school, but I think there is a pressure in the school to learn, you know, with the test and exam at the end of the, like, semester. But I want to be relaxed and learn, you know, not with the, something to pressure me. So I always find something to learn. You know, you have, to, if you think you like to learn something, you have to give it a try. You will see, you did like after that, you will find out you can do it or not. If you can do it, it's gonna be the new thing for you to do. If not, you know, okay, I'm done with it. I'm gonna go try something else. Like for me recently, I um, tried to learn how to sing and it's so challenging for me. I kind of like people told me you have a nice voice, but I've never knew that you know i always thought i have the worst voice ever but because i didn't know how to sing you know but now i'm taking the class it's so challenging for me but i love it and mm -hmm. i'm putting so much energy on that to learn and you know i don't have any intention to be a singer you know i just love to learn how to sing yeah or people have told me too that i sound like i can i should be able to sing and i'm like i can't but i have thought about classes like you had like you're doing also yeah so you already mentioned like like school and iran and i was gonna ask like so at nine they start separating the boys from the girls or is it like all the time actually it started from after kindergarten like it's, okay. in the beginning of the school they separated like in the two different schools, like a school for boys and school for girls. Mm -hmm. Wow. So do you interact with the opposite sex like at all? Or is it just like outside the yeah, classroom or like, home? Or? Yeah, like, um, yeah, we saw like other people. We had our cousins and, you know, like I was, I used to play um, all the time and I had some uh, friends, like boyfriends in the neighborhood. I mean, like a male friends, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't, but it wasn't as easy as here, you know, like you have like all the boys at the school, you hang out with them. For us, it wasn't that easy. So when do you guys get to start like dating? Is there like dating culture over there? Okay. Yeah, it is. But the thing is, um, 
I when I was born, the, the I don't know if you heard anything about the revolution in Iran. So, uh, okay, I don't know what year was in. So when the revolution happened, it was kind of thirty something years ago before I was born, and um, before that revolution, it was all freedom in the country. So it wasn't like that. But right after revolution, when the Islamic Republic government started, um, they tried to separate like female and male like in any kind of way that they could so it was something so when and for us like i was born on that time like one i think one two three years after the revolution so it was something new so restriction was really bad at our age but after that it got better like now in iran you can like they don't let people it's not something legal but everyone does that you know like i think they gonna have like boys and girls they're gonna um date since i don't know i've heard like 12 13 14 like they started so early like these wow. days is crazy <laughs> because it like it passed so many years after revolution but at my age it wasn't that easy you know it was so restricted for us and some people they do that but it wasn't pleasant you know <laughs> because if they cut you like in that and the society was seeing everyone does that it's like a bad person you know especially mm -hmm. for girls you know for boys it was anything is free you know like yeah. they can do whatever they want but for girls it was like um oh this is like bad you shouldn't do that you are not supposed to do that you you cannot have date someone you know like you have to wait to get married and like keep okay this is something i don't know it's funny or embarrassing but <laughs> keeping virginity was kind of like a up like something that you have to have it you know like yeah, it's like a prize or like a yeah it was like a pride for your marriage and you couldn't lose it before the marriage but these days having virginity even in iran is like a joke you know mm -hmm. it's not like before but at my age it was like that you know yeah. you couldn't have sex with your boyfriend before marriage but anyways uh some people they did it it wasn't like people they didn't care you know did you have friends that were like i guess like kind of like villainized for losing their virginity it wasn't like that you know like people because it wasn't something that everyone should know about it you know mm -hmm. but it was like something before marriage but it was so important for the guys to marry someone virgin Mm -hmm. so it was something between but i've never heard and you know by the way there were so many way to have the virginity back <laughs> so it was something like a really bizarre you know some people they lost their virginity but they had it back by like some medical procedure so oh wow yeah, I, I, it was something like 
Yeah. Like, uh, but I've heard some, like, not in, like, um, around me, but I've heard, like, in a news story that some marriage uh, fell apart because the wife wasn't virgin, you know, they yeah. got divorced because after marriage, the guy find out the woman wasn't virgin, so they separated, wow. they're divorced, yeah that happened and because you know when you make something like as a pride everyone think it's something that they have to you know have it and then they guy and it was something really unfair because the guys had sex like as many as they wanted but it was like a (laughs) restriction for women you know women couldn't have sex but the guys would have sex with i don't know with some people and i don't know what happened to the to those people because the guy cannot have sex with himself yeah (laughs) he's supposed to have it with some (laughs) women but they called those women like a bad women you know Mm -hmm. it was like but these days is kind of getting normal you know like it's kind of like here, as I've, I've heard, like people start, like girls start having sex at the early ages, you know, like mm-hmm. as soon as they can, they do it. It's not, it's not like a pride like before. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the whole world is like a lot more sexual just in general. <laughs> yeah. Than like growing up. I don't know. It's like just even like, not that I'm like chastising it or anything, but like the things that you can show on TV and like, you know, you know, with internet and like all these social medias now everyone has access to the all information so they cannot stop anyone to do anything you know mm-hmm. it's not like before like at our age i think when i was at the school internet started to come out and you know like we had yahoo messenger to start to chat with people and it was like early beginning of having social media or have mm-hmm. like having contact with all people around the world through internet but these days like it's like anyone can click on something and connect with any you know and see whatever they want mm-hmm. so they cannot control people anymore yeah like before um so how is your household different than other households my fam hopefully my family they were not religious you know, they were like open-minded. They didn't restricted us. Like, for example, when we went out, like I had to cover my hair, but at home, I didn't need to cover my hair from my dad or my brother or my uncle. Outside of the house, I did that because of the rule of society. But inside of the house, they didn't force me to do that. But some people, you know, because they were so religious, they forced their uh girls to cover their hair like whoever comes to the house they should cover mm-hmm. and my like my parents they were reading books a lot so we have like a thousand of books so i was like i have any sources to have more information and my parents they were always talking about stuff and you know like I had access to all kinds of information that I needed at my age, you know, not something 
<laughs> more than <laughs> normal. <laughs> I knew so many of my friends, they didn't have that like freedom, you know, to know and they just follow whatever society told them. Mm -hmm. So that was something different. Yeah. As I yeah, grew up. So um, when did you decide to move to America? Um, it has a really long story. <laughs> As I told you, like I always had a dream to leave the country and explore the world. You know, I always wanted that. And I got married in a really like a young age. I was, I think, 24 years old when I got married. And we always, like me and my husband, we wanted to um, leave the country. And so we decided, we wanted, we didn't know how, like we just trying to find somewhere. And I was thinking maybe I can um, go and apply for like a, for schools. Um, so I was try. I was um, learning English because I thought I'm gonna, I was trying to apply for the US or Australia or um, I think it was Malaysia at that time that it was like a good to apply for school. And then uh, in the between, I was learning English to do that. I found one of like a friend who was um, studying in Italy and she told me, why you don't try for that? You studied architecture. Why you don't want to go to the Italy and continue um, your studying? And I was like, um, okay, how should I do that? And then um, he explained, she explained me and I applied for Italy. So I went to Italy for my master. It was the, I've been there for three years and it was the best like time of my life i can say that it was like really i love italy it was the really nice country good people good food and like people are so friendly there and i think their culture is kind of similar to my culture mm -hmm. you know like people it's like so family oriented and people are so friendly and i don't know like i felt like it's i felt like home mm -hmm. there yeah it's very and different than america where <laughs> you're not that family oriented it, <laughs> yeah it's kind of different like here people are really friendly but i mean i felt like more connected with them than here then i was living um there for three years and then we decided to come to the u.s so we applied here and we came here i love the u.s you know i really love this country you have a lot of opportunity especially for people who just arrived you know like the speed of progress in the u.s is way higher than other countries you know, like in Europe, you can go start your life, but it's so slow, you know, to get a job, to build a life, you know. But here, I can say, like, you have a lot of opportunity, but for people who want to use it, not for, you know, 
like yeah. for someone who wants to work, who wants to grow up. So, I mean, here there is so much opportunity. Yeah, yeah. There's so many like resources, and I think the only barrier is just access, like people knowing about what exists and like mm-hmm. how they can benefit from it. Right. Um, so basically, education, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you about learning English. How like did you feel like it was? Have you learned other languages, first of all? <laughs> yeah, I know Italian too. Okay, first I started learning English and I found it so difficult. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to understand. But then, and uh, then after when I started learning Italian, I was like, oh my God, English was piece of cake, you know? <laughs> Now I understand why it's like an international language. It's like English is so easy compared to other languages, especially Italian. Like it was for me, like Italian was so difficult to learn. But then um what were the I- um I'm sorry, what were the hard parts of learning Italian? Because I'm trying to learn French right now, and I think as someone okay. who only speaks English, it's like the the um the what is it the prefixes for words being feminine and then masculine exactly and then, that's the that's okay. the real hard part of mm-hmm. it to you know using like to find out which word is feminine which is you know like and um but and i think the the grammar is gonna be much difficult for you com- because their grammar like is kind of like I don't know how to explain it. Like the verb that we use, it just like a verb and, or it's in the past mm-hmm. or, you know, but the, it has so many different ways to uh, say it for like, for I, for she, for they, for you, for your, you know, like. Yeah, that's the same any, thing in French, yeah. Yeah. They call that so, um conjugating the verb. Yeah. To like change it for each. Um, pronoun is that the right word <laughs> like, i don't know like it's hard for me to explain it. but yeah it's like in farsi is the same so for me understanding that part was easy but for someone with the english background it's gonna be like much more challenging mm-hmm. i was like the way that i think about it is that like they kind of it's like the sentence is somewhat backwards it's like you need the context of the mm-hmm. rest of the sentence in order to understand like the whole mm-hmm. sentence it's not like straightforward through yeah and the other thing about the italian languages is that they have like so many words that they use and when you go from city to other city the accent change the word change you know it's like you're going to the new world of you know another language mm-hmm. it's so like difficult like i when i was in venice i found the dictionary so big and huge was just for venezia language wow <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> is it different <laughs> is it mm-hmm. another language it's just you know it's supposed to be an accent like different accent but no, it was like completely different. And they are so proud of their language. And some people, imagine some professor at the school 
they talked in accent you know they and it was hard for even for italian to understand them because they were like from different city and some people they couldn't understand them. i was like oh okay so it's not just me <laughs> it's everyone <laughs> that has to be like really stressful the first day of class and you're like wait a minute yeah. i know i learned italian i just know i learned italian <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's something funny that when you're in Italy and you are watching TV, you understand, you know, because they speak in a, like in news, they speak in Italian that it's like easy to understand. But when you go out in the street, you cannot understand what mm -hmm. people they are talking about. But it's again, like it's different from here, like in English, like you, you know everything, but you watch TV, you cannot understand anything that they are. <laughs> That's very true. I was, was thinking, something, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I felt relaxed when I was watching TV and then I went out and it was like, I cannot understand anything, <laughs> like when people talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, they say that's a really good way to learn languages is to just to just like watch movies or television or TV shows just mm -hmm. in that language. It kind of, I guess it kind of just like puts the whole thing together for you. Right. Um, yeah, but um, earlier you also mentioned that you were into art and I wanna know where like that came from. Were you interested in like drawing and painting and stuff as a child? Um, yeah, when I was a child, I really loved to draw. I was like, I remember when I was watching cartoons, I tried to just draw all the characters and I've never took a class uh, I never had the chance to go and have a class or have a professional you know learning but um, I went to I studied architecture so it was kind of based on art and you know like and I used to do some sketch at the schools but um, since I, but I've never did something like artistic work, you know, it was always like something related to my major. And since I moved to the US for the first year, I was at home, I didn't have a job, so I didn't know how to fill my hours. <laughs> so I started do some drawings and I was, I saw some design, mandala design. I don't know if you have heard about them. Um, it's so. like an Indi Indian style. And I was um, seeing some of them. I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me try to do that. So I started to draw those and I found it so interesting and so easy for me to draw that. And then I started to do some artwork and I turned it to something more with Iranian design into the the drawing that I was doing and yeah that's it's my art background and then since then I'm doing yeah some artwork have you ever thought about like doing a gallery show or anything like that or maybe selling I, your art yeah I did and I sold some of them but oh, nice. uh yeah but I since I started working full-time, I didn't have enough time to follow that. And the because it like the art that I'm doing, it takes so many times to do that. It's 
like it takes time it's with so much detail i don't know if yeah. i have shown you some of them i'm not i don't think i've seen them i you can check it on my instagram okay. um yeah my instagram is leila l-e-i-l-a g-h one four okay. it's my yeah All right, I'll my, I mean, you can yeah saw some of my work there and yeah um i couldn't do that much of a work because it takes time and i didn't have but whenever i have free time i do some stuff and then later it was funny because yeah, on one of my birthday one of my friend brought me some hana cones and he was like um oh um as you can draw like can you draw with hannah on my arms i was like okay let me try it and then i did it and it was really cool so since then i started doing doing some hannah designs oh, nice. and is that, that like I've, the same indian style that you were talking about that you started with yeah but it's more my design okay. you know i use my own designs mm -hmm. and <clears throat> and uh yeah that's it that's such a cool side hustle um i recently <laughs> went to a yelp event where they gave us like a henna kit and mm -hmm. like so we got like um the the cone and the tape and like a little bit like of like practice sheets and things like that in order to mm -hmm. you know like do your own henna design and they had someone come in from like i think i forget exactly where she's located but i think somewhere in silver spring and she like did like a zoom because they're not doing mm -hmm. actual events in person. So she did like a Zoom demonstration of it. So nice. that was really fun. And yeah. I've always, honestly, I've always wanted a tattoo that looks like henna, but it's not. Like, but mm -hmm. because my skin is so brown, I'm like, I don't know, like, how well that'll go how over with, like, actual ink, you know? Because obviously yeah. henna will show up, but I'm not sure, like, how a tattoo artist can try to imitate that. But mm -hmm. so. Have you tried having henna tattoo? on your skin to see how the color turned? It's been a while since then. Um, Cause when I did the event, I was like, I was getting a man pedicure, honestly. <laughs> so I didn't have time to like, um, you know, do the actual like design, but like mm -hmm. I'll have to try that out and see what color it is. And maybe just like, you know, go to the tattoo artist and be like, here, this color, this color. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just, this is a question that I like tend to ask people just cause I'm very curious. Um, but what's your dream job? Uh, my dream job is if I can make money out of my artwork, you know, just sitting in my gallery and doing artwork. But honestly, I love the job that I'm doing right now. You know, it's something totally different, but I love it. It's like, it's, I cannot say it's still, it's my dream job. It's a job, you know, like, but I really love it. Yeah, I feel that way about my job. It's kind also. of yeah, still is kind of designing and for me like designing those formworks and like the the uh frame that I'm working with is kind of like doing puzzles and playing games, you know, I go with system, it doesn't work, I change the system. I you know, it's for me it's like a game. Yeah. But with so many restricted rules, you know, you cannot do whatever you want. <laughs> I have to calculate so many stuff to do that. But at the same time, when I design them, it's like really interests me. And that part is kind of um, 
challenging and so like makes me to be so creative to work with the system and that interests me every day nice yeah i i was interested in architecture when i was a child that was like you know like when you go to the doctor's office they ask you what do you want to be when you grow up and i would always say architect and you'd be like spell it <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm actually like doing a project designing my dream house. And um, oh, nice. obviously it's not at all like, you know, like it's not feasible to build because I have no like education in architecture or structures or engineering or even like, I don't know, land that you would put it on. So mm -hmm. um, it's just for fun, but I'm like building my dream house in SketchUp. Yeah, right that's my dream too, to one day to build my dream house. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you put it? If you could like choose anywhere in the world and like not care about um, like restrictions on land or anything, what city or what place would you put it in? Uh, it definitely will be in Italy, <laughs> <laughs> in one of the islands. <laughs> nice. With the sea view, like ocean views. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I've asked you a lot of questions in this past, I'm not even sure how many minutes, but um, this is the point of the podcast where you get to ask me any questions that you have. Um, I would like to know, like, what is your goal to having this podcast? Like, what, what did motivate you to have this podcast? Um, I feel like I'm still figuring that out. I feel like I'm getting closer to that goal. Um, mm -hmm. Every day, you know, just thinking about like purpose and everything, especially during this time. But mm -hmm. I think that my main mission is just to like um, to start doing things for the community in forms of like um, giving back, like service. So mm -hmm. um, we started doing trash pickups, and there's one on October 17th. If anybody's mm -hmm. interested, but I want to get more involved in the communities in ways like that. Um, and get people more interested and more involved and kind of just like get people to meet people and you know learn different like gain different perspectives from people that they wouldn't have met normally maybe mm -hmm. that's cool or just haven't met yet let's say mm -hmm. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. any other questions look i didn't know i can ask you a question if i knew i would think of some questions but you know i cannot concentrate right now to see <laughs> okay. what really i want to know okay. yeah um well if you think of any i'm available <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um but we i guess we can close out then mm -hmm. um, um, um so do you have any social media that you'd like to share um that people can follow to yeah my instagram yeah, okay. they can follow me on my Instagram or my Facebook. My okay. Facebook is Layla Gandhi. Mm -hmm. And you said the Instagram is Layla GH. Yeah, Layla GH 14, 14. 14. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and then do you have any projects, any art, anything else that you want to share with everybody that's going on? That I'm working on it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I'm working on a on a like a huge drawing, it's a really big drawing. I, I'm not sure what is the size, but you can find it on my Instagram. It's the, the view of Venice in oh, San Marco wow. Church. Yeah, that I'm drawing that. Mm -hmm. 
but wow. it's like the size of the paper like the i found the old uh, drawing online and internet and it was like a really small picture of it so i'm just trying to magnify that one to the like a larger larger size and i don't have all the details you know because in a small picture you cannot find all the so i was searching online all the photos of san marco's church and it's hard to find all the details you know like mm -hmm. to draw that and i'm still working on it wow. that's my project yeah that's really awesome i wish i, I, I when, learned how to draw yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like harder for me because i never had any classes so i basically i don't know the like the way that they draw stuff so it's something that i've learned by experience so that makes it for like more challenging for me yeah, yeah but i love it what medium do you usually work in um i work with uh i have worked with uh watercolors i worked with mostly like most of my drawing you found that i draw them with pen yeah it's just i'm using pen it more like black and white but some of them are like colored pen so um, when you work with pen and you mess up you white it out or do mm -hmm. how do you know <laughs> no i cannot mess it up <gasps> oh my god <laughs> yeah i cannot because if you check on my drawings they are like all circles shape and i start doing design in i started from the center of the circle i had i draw some lines to you know to just not get really out of the circle but uh, that's it that's all the lines but all the shapes i'm drawing i don't use any pencil so it's just one shot i draw it and till now i didn't have to erase anything <laughs> i hope that <laughs> never happened to me knock on wood <laughs> because imagine something like big that you are drawing and at the end of it you mess it up it's gonna be so painful yeah i agree yeah um, couldn't even imagine like yeah <laughs> that's a lot um but i am trying to get into like painting or drawing or something just like use mm -hmm. more like yeah like you can try it Mm -hmm. see so whatever you like just give it a try yeah like i've never knew i can do that those drawings until i tried it mm -hmm. yeah i definitely second that just put mm -hmm. your hands on everything yeah sensually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah thank you um for being here and thank you for your time um thank you for having me of course <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Um, if you guys would like to follow the podcast, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram at NTMY Podcast. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or just something that you want to share, then you can send those emails to NTMY Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week.